bassist is Paul Chambers. The drummer is Jimmy Cobb. On tenor saxophone, John Coltrane. Miles Davis.
is gonna come back in style. Where we're from, the birds sing a pretty song. And there's always music in the air. Ladies and gentlemen, Jim Bruning and Dance of the Dream Man.
concept behind the sandworms of Dune has attracted swarms of questions and speculations. The answer is that they are the mindless monster from the depths. At the same time, they are the guardians of the priceless treasure. They are both the source of treasure and the source of infinite danger. What is that except the embodiment of all the unknowns which confront questing life, questing awareness? Here is what it says in that definitive compendium, the terminology of the Imperium. Shai Hulud, Sandworm of Arrakis, the Old Man of the Desert, Old Father Eternity, and Grandfather of the Desert. Significantly, this name, when referred to in a certain tone, or written with capital letters, designates the Earth Deity of the Fremen Hearth superstitions. Sandworms grow to enormous size. Specimens longer than 400 meters have been seen in the deep desert, and they live to great age unless slain by one of their fellows or drowned in water, which is poisonous to them. Most of the sand on Arrakis is credited to sandworm action. They are gigantic chemical engines, alive and driven by their own needs, converting the raw stuff of their planet by heat of friction and chemical conversion into the priceless spice, melange, and into oxygen. Yet, they derive from the little maker, the so-called sand trout, which is identified as the creature which sealed off their planet's water, making it into a desert. Here then is the sandworm of Dune as you first see it from a position in the ornithopter piloted by the Duke Leto, accompanied by Gurney Halleck, the young Paul Atreides, and Liet Kynes, the imperial planetologist. Paul stretched up in the seat to peer ahead, saw a rolling yellow cloud low on the desert surface some 30 kilometers ahead. One of your factory crawlers, Kynes said. It's on the surface. That means it's on spice. The cloud is vented sand being expelled after the spice has been centrifugally removed. There's no other cloud quite like it. Aircraft over it, the Duke said. I see two, three, four spotters, Kynes said. They are watching for worm sign. Worm sign, the Duke asked. A sand wave moving toward the crawler. They'll have seismic probes on the surface, too. Worms sometimes travel too deep for the wave to show. Kynes swung his gaze around the sky. Should be a carry-all wing around, but I don't see it. The worm always comes, eh? Alec asked. Always. Paul leaned forward, touched Kynes' shoulder. How big an area does each worm stake out? Kynes frowned. The child kept asking adult questions. That depends on the size of the worm. What's the variation, the Duke asked. Big ones make kilometers, small ones. He broke off as the Duke kicked on the jet brakes. The ship bucked as its tail pods whispered into silence. Stub wings elongated, cupped the air. The craft became a full thopter as the Duke banked it, holding the wings to a gentle beat, pointing with his left hand off to the east beyond the factory crawler.
both these bodies are not our own. Walk tall, little one. Since we were little, now we full grown and you here. Do you have time just a little? I can make it worth your while. Ain't you digging me a little? Damn it, look good when you smile. Just a little. Don't let my life change. Don't have a dream, don't have Ooh. 
and gentlemen you are listening to some dance music courtesy of house of pride music wednesday june 7th 2018 pride month right here in san francisco
Life's not worth a damn till you can say. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, House of Pride Radio. I am what I am right here in San Francisco, living proud, living free. Another example of that, live from Los Angeles, the one and only Bridget Wesley. Are you with us? I am. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you? Are you by yourself or is anybody else in there with you? Yes, welcome to House of Pride Radio. Once again, we love having you. You have also served Thank as you. a co-host here. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, but you've moved to L.A. How are you going yes. to be celebrating Pride this year in Los Angeles? So this is my first Pride, um, L.A. Pride. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go out. I mean, it's going to be so much, you know, in you know, Pride, it's like so much going on. Oh, my God. So I don't know if I want to go out Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or just go out one of the days, or go out two of the days. I don't know, but the turn up's going to be real. And then I heard LA Pride is going to be like, the line's getting close, going to be like around the corner. You know, I, I don't want to do with all that. So <laughs> I might just go out Saturday night, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so one night. One night of uh, one celebration. Night, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I want to know what was your motivation for moving to Los Angeles? Well, as you know, and I'm sure everybody else knows, I've been going back and forth to LA, you know, um, doing photo shoots and getting my portfolio together, um, for modeling. So now, um, this is, it basically for me being here, it's just, it's, I, I can't explain it. It's like when I'm here, it feels like I'm at ease, I'm at peace. Um, 
like the energy here for me is good. Like I feel happy, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I'm in San Francisco in the Bay, it's like I didn't feel that. So I just feel at home here. Do you think there are more you know, opportunities for you there in Los Angeles? It is. It is. And actually, a lot of things is coming up. I can't talk about it right now, but a lot of things going to be happening. Like I said before last time we talked, um, <clears throat> there's a lot of things that's in the works. So I'm not going to not say anything because I want to jinx it. But yeah. All right. So I've been having so much fun since I've been here. Um, it's been amazing. I'm blessed to be here. Um, I moved here officially May 4th. I've been here for a month now. And um, yeah, it's been amazing. I partied last night with Lisa Vanderpump's nephew. Oh, did you so, guys make out? Yeah. Oh, you did? Huh? Did you make out? Yeah, in WeHo. Lisa Vanderpump, you know who that is? Um, they, I think so. Let me ask my my guest that just walked in, Amondo. Did you, do you know who hey, Lisa Vanderpump is? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Lisa Vanderpump. What was the question? Do you know who Lisa Vanderpump is? <laughs> I, I he doesn't know real, uh, real so I want to know did, how far did you get with his her nephew because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you already said so, yes when I asked you if you made out you were listening to my oh, question I didn't hear you. Sorry, you. <laughs> I didn't hear you. but now um so Lisa Van let me update you so Lisa Van the pump is she's on the real housewives of Beverly Hills oh of and course she owns a restaurant and um we hold and she owns two restaurants called Sir, and she owns a restaurant called Vanda, um, Vanda Pump. Yeah. And we hope. What kind of uh, restaurants are they? What, is it? Um, it's like um, it's an upscale restaurant. Upscale. upscale. Okay. Yeah, and um, so yeah, I partied with her um, nephew last night, and one of the um, and she also has a um, reality show called Vanda Pump Rules. So it was one of the guys that was also with us partying his daughter's on the show. But yeah. Well, maybe you end we, up modeling for her company. You know, her brand. I know. Um, mm-hmm. Let's um, put it out there. That's not what you know. It's who you know, right? <laughs> I wonder if you guys know each other. Armando here just walked in with some of his uh, folks from the film that he's making here in San Francisco. That had was it Pearl Tees? That's one of the actresses. Yes. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. But do oh, you wow. do you know Bridget Wesley? I think I've heard of Amando. Amando, she's heard of you. Well, maybe you know her by her performance name. You used to be called... Amelia the Body Monroe. Amelia the Body Monroe. Look it up on your phone. Oh, well, actually, I think... Well, you know what? Well, you know what? We probably have crossed paths, but now coming to Mutiny Radio, it's a great way to reconnect with with, with old friends and old colleagues, so it's good to talk to you again. (laughs) If, if If you met... Amelia, the body Monroe, you would remember her. Trust me. So, so she's moved to LA. She used to live here and perform a lot. Um, I wonder what your performance card looks like in Los Angeles now. Are you doing things down there? I mean, I'm performing, but not as much as I was in San Francisco. I'm basically we even off of it. Like, I'm I'm not gonna like give it up completely, but. My main focus right now is working on my portfolio, getting my hair shots, and get everything like that done. Oh, so, okay. I will sh- share yep. some when you get them done. I want to see. You look good when you, you when people phot- phot- photograph you. You know, mm-hmm. you, they do. Thank you. When they do a good job, you really shine. Thank you, love. You're welcome. Uh, well, what else do you want before we let you go? Did you want to uh, share with us anything else? Um, yeah, I just want to say happy Pride. This is Pride Month, so mm-hmm. um, live, laugh, love, be yourself. Don't be afraid to be yourself and live out loud and just enjoy life, you know. 
be who you are and Happy Friday, everyone. That's it. Absolutely. <laughs> I love you, Suika. I, I love you, you too, honey. <laughs> On that note, I'm going <laughs> to dedicate this next song to you by uh, Vision. She lives in Los Angeles. She is a performance artist, uh, a big queen down there. And she did a remake of Sylvester's You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. And it charted a few months ago on Billboard Dance Chart. So, honey, this one's for you, all right? We'll talk again. Mwah. Mwah. Love yeah. ya. Great, we have three straight guys here on House of Pride Radio exposing uh, the Pride Month in It's the Real Deal. Today, folks, we'll be right back. Gentlemen, uh, that is um, Vision, Vision, B-I-Z-I-N. You make me feel. Big hit for her a few months ago. She's based in L.A. Check her out. Check out her webpage. We've had her on as a guest here via the telephone, and we absolutely support her 100%. The song we played before was Dirty Disco and uh, Brenda's version of I Am What I Am. Brenda Russell, uh, Dirty Disco out of Houston, Texas. All right, right now we're back in the studio with guests. We've got Armando back, his hello, hello. film Sacred Hearts. That's right. going to talk about it. He's brought along some of his actors. I yes. just met them. Cute as, 
Cutest can be. We got <laughs> Javier with us. Say hello in your mic. You Hi, have your nice mic. to meet you. And Chase. All right. Welcome. What's going on? Well, you know, it's been a long time coming. I mean, you know, I figured at this <laughs> How long point, has it been? Well, you know what? I feel like it's been, you know, it's been, you know. Years. Years. Yeah, years. it feels like it's been years. But, um, but you know, I think after a while, after coming on here, talking about this this project of mine, I figured, you know what? I'm not the only person involved in this, too. So I thought I didn't Well, are you in post-production yet? No, we haven't shot. We haven't sh- started yep. shooting yet. No, how, we're shoot. how much footage do you have? Well, right now we only had, the only footage that we shot was just the, um, the Kickstarter video but that was with my two previous actors who unfortunately had to had to leave because of a b and c but um conflicting yeah so basically it's, it's since, since, since the start of the year it's all about starting over starting over fresh and just uh, picking up where i left where we left off so um yeah so new cat oh, okay yeah run it down for me who who are the who are the females okay <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, well, the, well, my my two actors right here. Uh, I'll start off with um, with this guy right here. His name is Chase Montgomery. He is playing uh, the lead role of Gus. And did he have to? Chase, did you have to audition? Actually, no. I actually met Armando while I was working at the mall, um, Westfield Mall in San Francisco. Uh, he just came across me and said, he asked me pretty much, "Do you act? Have you ever acted before? Or done any modeling?" And I've said, "Well, go ahead," because you know I've been asked that plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, you know, interesting that he just came to me while I was working, and uh, I said, well, what is the project that you're working on? He told me about it, and Mm -hmm. as he informed me, I started to say, Mm -hmm. sorry, yeah, as he informed me, I started to say, um, yeah, you know, I'm totally interested, and um, it seemed like it would be a really great opportunity. Um, Life works in mysterious ways, put it that way. It's a a very mysterious way, and... Yeah. Yes. Have you? Um, I wonder if you guys could share that orange mic. I'm 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 no, wondering yeah, about sure. that that mic. Um, have you acted in, in other productions? Well, I was an extra in the new Boots Riley movie coming out. Um, Sorry to bother you, which was filmed actually in Oakland. Um, Is that a major production? company yeah he's a local director from oakland so you know definitely um there's a lot of uh high quality stars i guess i should say in there um i know terry cruz is in there forrest whitaker um danny glover um yeah cool so how long when did you get into uh, like the arts well as a kid i used to um do drama i mm-hmm. was in a number of school performances and i kind of left it when well, i got what to, school did you go to i went to um payton elementary school payton was, yeah yeah where's that that at? was actually in alameda alameda yeah all right not too far Stu bay area exactly. right there in the bay area exactly yeah and you excelled um yeah i definitely liked it it was definitely an interest of mine as i got older um it started to slip away a little bit you know getting into more uh sports i should say like football basketball uh-huh um, you were know. you good at those sports exactly yeah you were, you were definitely yeah and i deviated a little bit from it and it wasn't until recently more and more opportunities started to present themselves and i'm like okay um you know why not take advantage of that and see where it goes <laughs> Fabulous. 
but now but now he's going to be performing uh in this uh in this film and uh like i said you know you never know what life uh leads you to and uh i was just very lucky that i was able to not only meet chase but also javier and and, and lots of other great people too so just looking forward to uh getting this all put together in the fall and then um yeah make a great product and it'll be it will help out everybody so yeah I see you got a little friend right up there. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a little mascot, Charlie, the the uh, Pudo Maltese mix in the house. <laughs> Say something, Charlie. Oh, you gave him puppy kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and back from Mexico, Raza Vitalia, welcome. Hey, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, why don't you sit here if you like? Okay. You can only stay a few minutes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a, a quick detour and. Um, Find out how life is going for you since okay. you. So why don't you take um, this mic? We'll share it. We'll share the mic. Come on, come here. Okay, puppy dog. Sorry guys, uh, I want to introduce you though to Vitalio, who's a who's a dancer and singer. Hey. Hello, hello, nice to meet you. Well, why don't you tell us, Vitalio, what's going on? What's going on? I'm here. I'm back from Mexico. I'm doing some shows. I guess I'm on a tour in San Francisco. In my hometown on tour. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, tonight I have one at Mar uh, Monarch, so that's where I'm going out to right now. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. You, what's the address? Do you know where people, if they want to go, where, the, where is that? Uh, I believe it's 601 uh, Mission Street. It's at Mission and 6th Street, uh, right in the heart of the Soma. Hmm. Oh, okay. And Mission, yeah. Monarch, it's called. What, uh, what, what type of dance, performance dance do you do? I do all kinds, um, oh, really? so I am very versatile. I um, do I do a lot of variety shows, circus shows, burlesque shows, mm. drag shows, uh, a lot of the underground stuff, um, and the kinds of dancing that I do. Uh, I'm most well known for the Arabic dancing, all those different flavors and countries nice. of that, and. Uh, Brazilian samba and salsa of many different types and so literally cumbia, everything. <laughs> well, everything that means something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that has, that has. Right. Now, are, we, are you guys still casting for your movie? Yes, we are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think there's always room for a yeah, talented dancer. Like and there's that. always. Yeah. Would you like to be in a movie, Raza? Yes, I could. I could do that. Why oh, not? You're hired. Well, you know that. Well, you know what? There's. The name of the movie is Sacred Hearts. Yes, Sacred Hearts, and um, yeah, you know, there's there's plenty of room for for everybody in this in this project. Like I said, you know, it's a, it's a film that's fabulous for San Francisco, and it's a uh, we focus. There's a lot of variety in this in this in the story, and you know, right now we are looking for a new uh, uh, a new act actress to play the role of Rose. She's a, a, a trans female, um, and she um, does yeah. she have to literally be a trans female? Abs yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, because this, this so is I don't know Raza about that. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, but there's there's there's, there's always room for uh, we want to get. You can uh, write, a, write a scene for Raza. Could, yeah. I'm right. But you know what? But the thing is That's that, the way it works here in House Pride. Come on in and even, leave with a movie. Uh, <laughs> but you know, but even even if one doesn't even get in like say even if one doesn't get in front of the camera, there's there's always a way to be a part of it no matter what. And um just with the support and just with overall um just any kind of contribution to it, whether it be 
personally or just 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 in any way. It's, it's a film for they everybody. need funding, folks. Yes, All definitely. Right. We need funding. <laughs> I think where that's, that's where that's going. So, so but, kind. Uh, sidebar. It's Raza's birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Here okay. is your birthday bling ring. Oh, yay. <laughs> let's, at the count of three, let's all say happy birthday for Raza. One, two, three. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Raza. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And also, also, I don't want to say it, today was my grandmother's birthday too i'm not gonna reveal her age because she told me don't say anything about my age well, what's her yeah. name can you reveal that uh, candy cutler grandma candy cutler candy cutler yeah oh yeah. my god is that not a drag name <laughs> 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 well i dedicate this to both uh, of you Radio having a really good time with uh, Amando Raza, Chase, and Javier. Uh, Javier. Yes, right. welcome everyone. Um, well, Raza has to go because she's performing once again at where? Uh, at Monarch. At Monarch over in the uh, Lower Knob Hill, right? Is that where? No, it's on Mission. Oh, in the Mission, the Monarch. What's the address again? It's uh, 6016 Street. 6016 Street. Performances all night long. What, what time does yours start? It starts at 9 o'clock. 
at 9 p.m. Folks, please go and support your local artists. Before she goes, uh, do you have any last things before we play your outro song? It's my birthday. We know it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. That's for the encore. Encore. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Raza. Happy birthday to you. All right, folks, we're going to leave it with uh, Raza's uh, dance hit from a few months ago entitled Make That Quake. What was the motivation behind that song? It's an ode to San Francisco. All right, here goes Raza Vitalia. This is a tweak and turn mix.
All right, all right, folks. We're back. House of Pride Radio. That was <laughs> Make the Quake. She is moved on to out traveling towards the Monarch now to do a big performance night. We're back with the guys here. We were talking to Chase about his uh, back career before his collaboration here with Amando. Um, if folks wanted to find more about you, Chase, where would they go? Well, I'm actually not on social media at You're the not. moment. Yeah, was so. that because uh, is there a reason because? Of oh yeah, very long story. Um, well, but yeah. abbreviated. Um, <laughs> but I think drama. Too much <laughs> yeah. drama, but child protection is something. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but after this, well, well, after this movie, you know, I think people will know who he is. So oh, yeah, they'll, 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 yeah, they'll find him. They'll find out who he yeah. is. Yeah. Let's yeah. move to Javier. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Oh, oh. You're doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, how did you got your paths cross? Uh, well, uh, Mondo and I have worked on a few films in the past. Um, I think he saw me audition for uh, was it was Scary a, Cow. It's called Scary Cow yeah. Production. Oh yeah. my God, I love Scary Cow Production. Yeah, yeah. Scary yeah. Cow. I have like this fantasy of finding time to audition for them. It's Scary. it was fun. Yeah, um, and that's actually that's kind of how it came along. I just was I wanted to be an actor, so I just went out on auditions. Did you get the role in Scary Cow? No, no, but I got the role from Armando for, for, uh, my for film, his film. Actually, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it was because at the time I was producing for another person's film, yeah. and I was looking for actors for this for this film, and then I saw Javier there, and I said, you know what? I don't need him for this particular movie, but you know what? I need to get this guy's contact info because I thought in the future, if I do have something, I will. Uh, I'll give this guy a call. And yeah. I have to say, maybe like I think a couple of weeks later, literally two, three weeks later, starting in January of 2012, I said, I just had this idea for a movie, and I said, you know what? Let me give this guy a call. And then um, I yeah, said, and it was more of a general audition for just any role available. Yeah, exactly. and I didn't yeah. get any of them. So that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the movie is like five years later, just two years still like yeah, trying to get was, off the ground. Yeah, it was it, it was a trip. And then I said, you know what? We never met before, but I saw you, and I said, let's just um, I have this movie for you. Let me know what you think. And then he said, yeah, send me the script. I did, and then. Six years later, yeah, yeah. Here we are, here we are yeah, trying to raise money to do it. Yeah. Um, uh, what have you done? In have you done other things since? Oh then? yeah, no, no. I mean, yeah, I've done um, quite a few short films. Uh, one was shot actually a lot here in the Mission, um, Uno Dos Tres with uh, Melissa Sunchin and um, uh, La Doña Films. Oh okay, do some, those are good acts. Are you bilingual? Uh, sometimes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good script well written script um, but yeah so I've, I've done quite a few short films um, nothing uh, as far as like a feature goes yet just mm. it's, it takes a lot of time and um, I have two kids and a family and a oh, wife okay. on the side so it's more uh, of a general hobby actor yeah I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's cool. You've, you've, you're doing things. Short films are fun. Yeah. I guess. You're, you know, it's, they it's, fulfill the, uh, the creative side. Yeah. And then you get to work with a lot of creative people. All right. So tell us now, Amando, where where are we at with the film? Have well, you made some progress since the well, last right, visit? Well, right now, um, actually just coming here is a big step because I, really, cause I felt like, you know, I, I talked so much about this film. And I feel like, you know, I want to get more people that, that are working with, with me on this film uh, to let them have their say. And introduce and let the world know that you know we got we got people on board with me and uh, and right now uh, I'm working on we're trying to get the our our fundraiser going for for to raise money for the film with uh, with Pearl and also with with Tamia Collier mm-hmm. uh, as well 
also no, also known as Mimi, oh she is going to be in it yeah yeah, oh, yeah okay yeah so right now we're just we're just trying to get the get all the logistics um in place so that we could uh make a real great show a great a great fundraiser uh to get the people involved and so that we could raise money for this movie and um and it's not just for it's not just for you know for the for making a movie it's also about the city of san francisco donating their 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 money to a project that that is so much bigger than just a movie. It's about raising awareness for people in the trans community, various groups here in in the city, and it's just about bringing people together. And it's about not being being uninhibited with their fears, and also just learning how to accept people for who they are. And so it's a it's a it's it's bigger than than it than it is than just making a movie. It's uh it's about the time and the times that we're living in right now. It's very divisive, and I just want to be a, make something that will bring people together. So. And, uh, and I'm just glad I got, I got some great people with me right here. So who've <laughs> been with me and have been supporting me. And um, yeah, that's all you need. So yeah, but awesome. it's, gonna, it's gonna be great. Yeah, so we're gonna, we're, we're taking this, the, the summer, we're gonna focusing on getting this movie made and then we'll shoot in October, November this year. And then hopefully we'll have it out for the people by early next year. So that's the goal. Very cool. And it's called Sacred Hearts. Sacred Hearts, yeah, that's right. And you know, all movies need um, a theme song. That's right, yeah. So I've been you have like one picked out. Well, yeah, I've been like <laughs> I'm thinking like what could it possibly be? I don't know. That is definitely so that's that's, that's in the works too. I've, uh, there's a there's a Bay Area artist who I've spoken to a few uh, in the past about writing a song for the movie, and uh, he said yeah. And so we just gotta. Well, well, here's if I was the executive producer, here's one I would choose. Okay. Here's here's all a, right, or, all right. Let's just audition think, a couple think, of songs I for think it. You're slowly trying to. Uh, okay. Are you applying? Are you applying? No, no, yeah, I'm just having fun. All right. So if it was up to me, I'm like. I would hear some audition. Tell me on the scale of one, one to five, like five being, oh yes, it's a fit. What do you think? Okay, here goes. Right, right. Let, play it. <laughs> okay, here goes. Hmm. Oh wait, I've turned up the volume. Oh god, that sucks. Okay, hold on. Ah, stop. I don't know if this audition is going. Can you so hear well. it? I think that's okay. All right, wait. Here goes. <laughs> this is kind of like me at Scary Cow. <laughs> All right, Sacred Hearts main song. So on a scale of one to five, Amando, be oh, honest. We're oh, just having fun. On spot. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, on a scale, yeah, of, doesn't quite he doesn't even know the song. I, mean, I know. <laughs> what about this one? definitely very catchy but you know it could be very good it could be very useful in our fundraiser or for the after party for, at it the premiere for, it, it, will, it will either or me, it, will, it will fit somewhere in throughout the whole process of this uh, it will definitely in somewhere yeah okay and lastly this one here
fits for the party scene. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Well, you have my permission to use it. Yeah. I, oh, I gave okay. it to you okay. well, summertime. Right here. Written by Twinkle Turner. And if it could be free of charge, it'd be better. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> no. you have my permission to use that. Well, There's that, like twelve well, mixes on. Well, it. Well, that sounds. That is awesome. <laughs> All right. So, how, how are there any sex scenes in the film? That's what I want to know. Well. Okay. Well, it's an interesting scene. Yes. It's a very yeah. It's a very interesting scene. And is it rated um, PG thirteen? Well, the thing is, is that there is no. Well, I, I always said that the, the Most likely not. Some male nudity. Yeah. Some male nudity. Who's male? Are you nude? I, that, well, I want to see well, that we movie then. We can't reveal too much though. Spoiler alert. We can't reveal too much because we got to let the audience know about this. Uh, when you see well, it, I think that'll bring the audience. Tits and ass will sell tickets. <laughs> well, just, just know, people, there is a little bit of nudity and there's a little bit of, uh, just a little bit of all different kinds of things. But yeah, there's, mm-hmm. but there's no profanity though. There's no profanity in this movie though. That's one thing I always thought when I, when I was writing the script, I said, you know what? You know, nudity is just... It's part can, of life. It's that's part of life. Definitely. But I think the words are powerful. Mm, right. Words are very powerful. That's and right. I think that that cursing and and, and and certain words that, whether it's derogatory or what, can make, uh, has, a, has a longer lasting effect than other things do. So mm-hmm. I, I consciously said, yeah, you know what? I'm going to make sure that the, that the language is at a, at, a, at a good level. So, so yeah, no profanity, though. And a little bit of nudity, but so we're dealing with me like a PG thirteen. I don't know. But, oh, make it an R. Yeah, Come on. Okay, we'll make it an R. <laughs> yeah, but um, but actually, but but you know, but as you know, Chase is playing Gus the lead role, and then yeah. Javier plays dual roles, and he's playing twin roles. Oh, oh so yeah, so yes, one good, challenge. one good, and yeah. one really bad. Oh. So and you know, Javier could explain. Yeah, explain that. it. <laughs> what 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 are you putting? What are you uh, bringing to the role? Like where are you where are you? How far in are you reaching there? For um, um, I'm, I'm, they're well, they're twin brothers, and I'm reaching very far on both sides of the spectrum. One is very uh, complex, to say the least. Um, you know, he's a, he's an aggressive person by nature, and it's more of his upbringing that he lashes out. Um, and the other one kind of looks up to him because he's kind of the alpha male, the, the, mm-hmm. the bad Brad brother. So it's a juicy it. role. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of meat in there. Yeah. To, to buy See, into. You got a pretty good role. You get to play. You get two for the price of one. Yeah, yeah. I get to have some fun with it. What, what about you, Chase? What, what's your role? Um, Gus. Who, Gus. Yeah, is a lead role. He actually goes through a very amazing transformation. Are you? Experience. Do you turn into a female? No, I do not. Oh, no. Not this time. <laughs> no. Maybe in the sequel. <laughs> But no, um, yeah, he just starts out very innocent, uh, very naive to the world. Um, he meets um, another important role in the story. The actress? And, yes. Rose. Rose, Ro- Rose. Who's played by Pearl Tees? No, actually, <laughs> the role of Rose is still, um, uh, we have to, we're looking for, an act, for a role for that role. Why don't you cast yeah. Pearl? Well, you know, I mean, Pearl could play. Well, actually, well, Pearl is playing uh, Tracy, though. She's oh, she's playing Tracy. Yeah, she's playing and Tracy, what is yeah. Ming playing? Who's? Well, Ming is going to be helping me out. She's actually going to have a, a producing credit because she's oh. going to help me out with. Oh, the, okay. Uh, yeah. So, what is the cast that? What, what type are you looking for for the for Rose? Well, Rose is um, a transgender. Yeah, a woman. Trans, uh, white Caucasian female, blonde hair, but she. Uh, the movie, she's just, she'll have different looks in the in the film. Oh, okay. Because the the story t- takes place within a four year spectrum in the story. Yeah. It's, it takes four within four years, and uh, yeah. So one scene she'll have 
one carrot. The majority she'll have blonde, and then towards the very end she'll have dark hair. And how are you going about trying to cast this uh, role? Well, very luck- luckily, I've been very fortunate to have found most of my actors on SF Casting, mm-hmm. and then also I was able to find uh, just through mutual friends of mine and um, people that I've worked with in the past. And um, but right now we're just um, going to be um, getting getting back on to getting more notice for, for the role uh, using SF Casting or with the website that I'm developing. And if anyone's listening here and you think well, you have what it takes? Yeah, you know. between 25, <laughs> 25, 35 years old. Come, come, yeah, and you could reach me actually at um, um, on Twitter at Euclis, U-C-L-E-S, Armando, A-R-M-A-N-D-O. So. But, um, but I will tell you this, for the role of Gus, Chase, um, it's, uh, it's a very, it's a very, very, cool transitional role and you know being that this is you know chase's um you know getting his feet wet in, in this thing um i think he's going to do a fantastic job with this you know it's just a it doesn't require a lot but you know there's I nothing that this guy can't handle so uh so we're very proud to have him. Yeah, we're very proud to have both of you guys on here and we're going to give you guys a real great product and uh yeah i'm looking forward to sh- seeing what these guys uh, their performances we could share with you guys because they're gonna they have some great scenes in this. So. Fabulous! We'll be right back with more after this short musical break.
right, folks, we're back. House of Broad Radio. We're going to be rounding out the day. That went real fast. Hey, guys, are you enjoying yourselves here? Definitely. No, nobody's answering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know all the time in that once. Uh, all right, so last thoughts about the project before we, we're we going to head out. Uh, what do you call it? Call it uh, a day at 7.30. Or night. Call yeah, it call it an evening. evening. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, just, you know, this story, uh, I think, speaks volumes um, to the community of San Francisco. I think it's a very important story that needs to be told. And um, I've been on the project with Mondo for a few years now from the moment. <laughs> well, and, and it, you know, from the moment like he third mentioned, child. From the mention, from the moment he mentioned the story to me, um, it, it just, you know, it needed, it, I was on board from the second and. Awesome. Um, you know, we've um, we've been through a lot trying to get it going, and um, you know, I look forward to be able to do these characters justice. And um, I know one of my characters is essentially the bad guy, um, and I need to do him justice because there are bad guys out there, and mm-hmm. um, that's a real person who does real bad things out there. And um, it's important that you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to. And now Absolutely. Our, and then our our lead character, lead guy right here. <laughs> Definitely, it's very powerful. Um, there's a very strong message behind it. Um, there's something that all cultures and all communities can take from it. Um, yeah, it should have a very positive effect and just you know raise a certain amount of awareness as mm-hmm. to you know everything that's going on within this community so definitely awesome now if folks want to learn more about the uh, fundraising uh, project and, and the film is there a uh, social page uh, set up for it yet as of right now it's still being developed but right mm-hmm. now uh, you could just reach at, reach me at, at on Twitter so any questions that you have just reach me at Euclid Armando on Twitter and um, you could just come in and, and talk to me directly and then we'll keep you posted on that and then um, and then the next time I come back we'll give you progress on that one for sure okay definitely yeah so we'll all right in, in, uh, in, in two weeks two weeks from now so okay that's yeah. the goal that's the goal and um, uh, Javier can people follow your professional career on a website or anything oh like yeah um, I, it's been a while since I've updated it but on Facebook I have uh, actor Javier G. Flores okay Facebook. that's a nice acting name I think Hmm. floors that's a yeah I like that flows yeah nice to meet both of you gentlemen Uh, thank you very much I'm so excited to uh, to to meet you and to hear about this project and to learn a little about your past projects and uh, who knows what you know this year and next year are going to bring and you know come on back and let us uh let us know. That's what we're about here. House Pride Radio celebrating creative contributions of our community, friends, and family. It is Pride Month in San Francisco. Some of you know what that means, and uh, others don't. But here is a song that um, encompasses that um, by Amore, a local talent here in the Bay Area. It's another remake of You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. Earlier, we listened to one by uh, Vision in L.A. Amore in Bay Area did one in tribute to Sylvester. He actually worked with him when he was uh, in early late teens um amori was like uh, did costumes oh, okay. for um uh, sylvester and Jeannie tracy who was one of the singers in in um sylvester's group and in fact Jeannie tracy does background vocals so this is a pretty cool number awesome i was blessed to do a remix here's my radio edit folks thank you for joining house of pride radio see you next week and happy pride month
Sparkast. We're going to get started. We have some really great guests tonight. We have Coral Best out of San Jose. We have Kakuna Kalista Sinclair and Warhol Kaufman all hanging out tonight. We're going to be doing some great highlights here on the Sparkast. We're going to be doing some story time from our guests, some highlight story time. We'll be doing a great product highlight tonight. We're talking about edibles tonight. Absolutely, we're going to be doing comedy highlights. We have a bunch of comedians with us. And we'll have our interactive game. Today, it's called You Put Your Weed in There. I'm going to ask the audience what their favorite foods are, and then I'm going to tell them how to put weed in there, because I've been working with marijuana since 1993. My first weed recipe was published in the Koala, UC San Diego publication. So some of you listening to this podcast weren't even alive then in 93, but we did all the work for you kids so that now you can be uh, loving this recreational weed here at Spark, this amazing flowers and edibles and concentrates and vape pens and all the beautiful things that help us with perspective in our lives. Uh, Please enjoy the dulcet tones of the beauty and wonderment of the Spark Vape Lounge, how cool it is and chill, and we're going to be back in just a second with the, the, the spark. 
podcast here on Mutiny Radio. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Again, great guests tonight. We're going to get started in just a minute. Thanks, big thanks to Spark. Go visit him. We're going to talk about edibles today. Great edibles down here. Everything from gummies to cookies to nuts. Talk about nuts tonight. Uh, all right. Enjoy. We're going to be back in just a second with the Sparkast. Yeah! Yeah! Come on, people. How many feminists have 
doesn't take the screw to light bulb. Cats! 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 I love, I love cats. Oh, you gotta, Coral, you gotta come up here. We have, we have um, comedians on the show tonight, and, and like, like normal, they are, they are late because they are confused and out of their mic. We have our, we have one of our first comedians, we have Coral Best all the way from San Jose. Do you know the way to San Jose? You do. Actually, so well. Either. It's like the 280, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah. Is it the 280? Uh, I, I should ask a question to the audience. Is, is vaporizing your favorite way to um, breathe in the beauty and wonderment of the plant that makes us all happy? Or is it that there's only vaping here? Would you choose? Like, I've been to Amsterdam, and there were bombs. It was crazy, though. Like, we went into this American um, coffee shop, and they had all these bombs, and they took them out, and they, like, wiped them with, like, um, the alcohol before, and we all smoked it. It was like, yeah, here. Like, is, it, is, is your preferred way the vape? Yeah. It is. Because it helps raise life. Because you don't want it that... But didn't, didn't it used to be that you couldn't get high unless you cough, unless you cough really hard? Like, that's what I was taught in high school. It was like, if you don't cough really hard, you aren't really getting high. Just like, isn't that... But you really got to... Once you finally cough, you're like, okay, wait, now I'm high. Like, now. Or maybe just bam on me, if he makes you cough. So the way that this podcast works is uh, that we, we have a bunch of different highlights. <laughs> uh, we have story highlights, we have product highlights, we have comedian joke highlights, we have game highlight. Do you want to start with your story? Sure. Sure. Okay, so we're going to start with a story highlight uh, and a story from our, our first comedian, Coral Best, all the way from San Jose. Hello. My name is Coral Best, you guys, in case you thought you misheard that. Uh, a lot of people mishear me and they're like, what was your name, Oral? I caught the last part on that. Is your name Oral? No, it's Coral. Put a C on it. Without the C, my full name is Oral Best. It's a lot of promises, okay? Let's say I go down on you, now I have to be the best you've ever had. I'm a stoner, like, least amount of effort possible. Hopefully you both get off. Um, so this happened to me about a year ago, and I thought it would be appropriate to share in a place like this where I might get some, uh, um, you guys might relate to a situation like this. Uh, I went to a party a year ago, and there was a lot of people there, and I was having a good time, but I had some stink ass breath, and I found these breath mints in the bedroom, and I wasn't gonna tell anyone, I'm just gonna take a breath mint or two, you know, no big deal. I take a couple of these breath mints. Cut to about an hour later, I'm starting to lose my mind. <laughs> um, like, I'm not feeling well, and I started projectile vomiting. Aww. I was like, what's going on? So I call over the guy whose house it is, and I was like, hey, um, I don't feel good, like, really not well. What's going on? And he looks at me, and he's like, well, what did you take today? And I was like, absolutely nothing other than some breath mints. And his eyes already said so much <laughs> that he was like, what breath mints are you referring to? So I took him to the bedroom, and I pulled out the breath mints, and he held it in his hands, and he looks at me, and he's staring like deep into my soul. And he's like, how much of this did you take today? And I was like, 
fuck. <laughs> this is not gonna go well for me, is it? So I told him, you know, honestly, I think I took like 10 to 15. It was like, you know, drops, you guys. It was just, like, it wasn't that minty for some reason. <laughs> it wasn't that minty. So I was like, well, so he looks at me and we're sharing this moment, right? And he goes, Coral, I don't want to freak you out or anything, but this is acid. And I was like, oh! So of course I was like, holy shit, this was an hour into it, right? I'm like, how much acid did I take? He looks at the bottle and he's like, don't be alarmed. <laughs> but you're on anywhere between 20 to 60 hits of acid. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. You're all, thank you. I feel like I should have gotten a round of applause the second that happened to me. Um, just think about the range on that too. Like, I'm somewhere deep into the double digits. <laughs> I'm fucked up. They call that, by the way, a heroic dose. I didn't know until I took a heroic dose. Most people want to know when they're doing a heroic anything. I just want you to realize. Um, so pretty much, I ended up getting taken to my parents' house, and my mom was coming home, and I was like, how do I bring this up? Just be cool. Be cool, okay? Just be cool. Um, but I was just trying to start a trip more and more, and the second she walks in, I just go, Mom, I'm on a ton of acid right now. I'm so much acid. Thought I was telling her that I'm fucking around with drugs, and she's like, You can't live here. Get the fuck out of the house. And it was just, my trip was already not ideal, so I was just like talking to somebody in my head, and I'm like, I can't have her here. Get her out. Get her out. Like, I have secret service. Um, I wanted to go to the emergency room because I knew shit was about to go bad, but the car was giving me the worst vibes. I couldn't get into it. I wanted to. I did. Um, thankfully, I only tripped for about 24 hours. Uh, there's a lot of yelling on my parents' cul-de-sac, but ultimately I was okay. Um, and I do have to say that yes, it was the worst day of my life because I involuntarily tripped on 40 hits of acid, but I look back and it's also the best day of my life because now every day I wake up, I'm just like, wow, it is a beautiful day to not be on 60 hits of acid. <laughs> Didn't even know. Like when I took a fentanyl patch for the first time in 2006, I knew exactly what it was. <laughs> I was like, that's a fentanyl patch. It's okay. My ex father in law died, and he, on his deathbed, he willed me all of his drugs. I actually got 59 Marinol. Does anybody remember Marinol? Remember when weed was dumb and pharmaceutical companies thought, like, we can make this stuff more? Marinol. It's a, it's a pharmaceutical grade THC that was developed for people with like cancer and stuff. And it trace a little orange pill, but it is like why would we make something fake when we have the real thing? Like I just didn't even understand why that because people feel safe for men and People feel safer when the doctor prescribes. But now your doctor can prescribe. We can all prescribe ourselves. Yay! Well, today's focus of this um, sparkcast is on edibles. Uh, so. Pat, does everybody out here, you guys, you guys into edibles? Yeah. Like the THC, turn into THCV in your liver? You like that different THC cannabinoid that only happens when you eat it? Love it! I'm learning how to read the internet. We got that. Uh, we should do, we can, let's do another story highlight. We have a really special guest tonight all the way from Illinois. Uh, he, he has a 
ocular de de degeneration. I think that means he gets to actually. You don't even go anywhere. I'll just give you the microphone if you want yeah. to sit, unless you want to stand. Wait, I'll you just stand. Walk all the way well, I'll just stand it. Won't trip you over can stand a right there. Yeah. yeah what's why not? Hey, everybody. He's all the way from Illinois. His name is Matt Stein. Give it up for him. Yay! My story this time unusually doesn't involve acid, <laughs> but it does allow for a good kaleidoscope brain. Mine is more or less an apology story about weed, because I have a bunch of buddies that blow, blow glass, like my buddy Goro Scientific out of Colorado, and that, and like, where can anything go wrong except for when you bring a blind man into a glass shop to do dabs? <laughs> And the thing is, that's where like real moments of truth come out, and how much can you trust this person? And because uh, like you know, a little dad will do you, a big dad will do you too. So you don't need to know who's hitting you out. But uh, we were in my buddy's glass shop, and he's like, "Steinberg, get your set up here," you know. And I'm like, "Okay." And he's like, "I get that you can smoke some weed. You also aren't gonna be driving anywhere, so it's not a big deal." <laughs> and so as we start to get going here and I just hear torches getting lit up, I started having like a flash to like probably what that Asian chick had in Hostel, where it's like, this doesn't seem safe at all. <laughs> you know, but as you feel like molten glass get hotter eight inches from your face, you're like, yeah, this should be a good idea. And then they start hitting me with my dab and all I hear is my six buddies going, keep going. Keep going. Meanwhile, in my mind, I can hear this shit fucking spiraling around the nail. And I'm like, they just dropped a snake on me. This is not going to be pretty. But I'm from the Midwest to where it's like, you don't just blow out smoke because then you're wasting it. And yeah, have you guys ever blacked out after a dab because you refuse to stop coughing? I have. And you know what that does? A lot of damage in a glass shop. <laughs> yeah, a blind dude blacked out in a glass shop coughing. Yeah, that's thousands of dollars worth of shit being broken. I felt more bad breaking stuff in his, like, shop than I ever did on any one of my friend's couches when I blacked out drunk and pissed on. That's for sure. But, you know, that's what dads will do to you. So, mind your vapes, know your temps. Smoke what you can when you're with the people you trust. Yeah. And that's my weed story. So yeah, just don't ever take a blind guy into a glass shop to do that. Yay! Blind Stein, Matt Stein, yay! Yay. It's special lessons learned. That's a bull in a china show. Good stuff. Uh, Kahuna Kalista. Kakuna. I know every time I put your name on Facebook, I'm like, Kahuna Kalista Sinclair. I'm like, I can't, I can't tell me she's from Hawaii. It's Kakuna. I, 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 I love uh -huh. everything that's happening. Where's your Namibia. 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 Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a country. I am an Indian. <laughs> what I learned, I have a book. I, I nanny small children uh, sometimes, and I have a book that's called Africa is not a country, and I read it to yeah, small children, exactly, it's because awesome. they have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, hey everybody, uh, put your hands together. You have a you have a good you have a high pot story highlight. You have a highlight about uh, you got a story. Oh, Come on. Oh,